0: Welcome to episode 36 of the Health KPI Podcast. Now, you will have noticed that there has been a bit of a shift in our name. Before this episode, before the episode before, actually, we were going with the podcast name of the Burnout Expert Podcast. And we have switched things up a bit. And the reason is because after doing all of these amazing interviews with people, we found that no one realized they were in burnout until they were on their way out. And this has been a recurring theme for me. This was um, quite often the theme as well, working with first responders since 2018. And I thought it was specific to the responder world because I thought with them, their normal is very different. Like the shifts that they work are insane. Um, and we just always had to work within that. And so, yes, they are supposed to, you would assume that everybody is tired and everybody is exhausted. And then what they see on calls on a day-to-day basis are so horrific that for them experiencing low energy or short cues or brain fog was not at all as bad as what many of them were seeing on calls. And so I always assumed that many were not reaching out because it was their normal, right? Because their normal was so different. But since I've been doing all of these interviews with people in corporate, with moms, with people of all walks of life, what I found is none of them realized that they were in burnout until they were starting to get themselves out. And I have always wanted to go another route with this. And I have been discouraged by a lot of people to do that. And it's time for me to to really start breaking out and doing what I believe is right based on everything that I've seen, based on all of the work I've seen with you guys to what you guys want in order to make changes. Now, what often happens, I see a lot of problems is those people that do wanna get out, they're taking action. They are taking action to help with their energy, help with their focus, help with their sleep, um, getting better recoveries um, to improve their stress. They know that these things are bothering them. And the thing is, is they're often going on Google, trying to figure out, hey, how can I fix this? They're reading books, they're doing supplements. And some of these things are absolutely working, but not all of them. And when we don't know, when we're just guessing based on, oh yes, this nutritional change worked for this person or this supplement worked for this person or switching their workups out worked for this person or trying this self um self-help, self, what's the word, the buzzword that's out, right self-care, the self-care tool that worked for somebody. And, and we're just randomly throwing all of these things out there. Now, what happens is I think of this like a GPS analogy. So imagine that you are going from Los Angeles to New York without a GPS, without a map, without anything. You just know that you need to go east. You may know in your mind as well that, okay, you know, I'm in California. Oh, shoot, I'm not American I don't know all my states in order, but you may know, okay, I need to go through this state and I need to go through this state in order to get your way over to New York. should have done a Canadian analogy. Um, (coughs) So with that, when you're going through, you will eventually get there. And if you're on the way, you're asking, you may stop at a gas station and go, okay, which direction do I go? What highway should I get on? Where should I go? And You and they will direct you through word of mouth, as many people have been doing through word of mouth on how do I help my stress? How do I fix this? But when you actually have that GPS, the GPS is going to tell you where there's traffic, how to avoid different traffic. It's going to tell you how long the traffic's going to be. Um, You can take toll roads or avoid them. So sometimes it is way more. Um, If if time is of the essence for you and ease, sometimes paying for certain toll roads is going to make your trip be a lot faster. So certain paying for certain advice, paying for certain help, paying for certain expertise and getting out of burnout is definitely going to get you there faster and with ease, with better roads, less bumpiness, less... um, Possible damage and everything to your car. So you will eventually get there if you're guessing or just asking people along the way. But if there's nothing like this GPS is collecting data, this GPS knows where the detours are, this GPS knows where there's accidents. How many times have you been stuck? Um, I know before GPS's, where we would be stuck on a highway for hours and hours and hours because We did not know that there was an accident up ahead and we got stuck and we couldn't get off. Um, That's happened to me quite a few times in my life. And had we had a GPS that was able to collect all this data and give us information, then we would definitely, then we definitely get to our destination faster. We get to getting our energy up faster, getting our productivity up. Um, increasing our brain fog, recovering better from workouts when we really know the data of what's going on in our body. Um, we see this with doctors too, where doctors will guess a lot. Um, the number of clients that we have dealt with through the years that have been on um, long-term acid prescriptions, so proton pump inhibitors, PPE, um, PPIs, and their doctor never ever tested them at the start to see if they had low or high stomach acids. Interestingly, low stomach acid production and high stomach acid production, they both have the same symptomatology. They both can make you cough. They both can make you feel like you have heartburn or indigestion. They both can make you um, get bloated. And the thing is, is quite often doctors will just guess and give you this PPI and, Your symptoms are okay for a while, but then they tend to start coming back um, or you can't get off that prescription because it's not fixing a problem. So I'm going to ask you that if it is doing what is working for somebody else is doing what is working for your friend to improve their sleep or your spouse even to for their sleep or their energy, their focus or performance without confirming that it's working optimally for you, is that costing you time, money, and is that decreasing your speed of getting to your goal? And that's what uh, we need to be diving into more, right? Because so many people are not realizing they're in burnout, but even if they are realizing they're in burnout, if they're doing, just guessing, at what needs to be done to get out without realizing what it is for them, because all of our stressors are different, right? Our bodies are different. You can be sleeping in the same bed beside somebody all of the time. And what you require for sleep, supplement wise, sleep routine wise, sleep cycle wise, the amount of sleep you need is going to be different than the person beside you. So if we're continually guessing at this, Like how much time and money is this costing you? But also this is affecting your performance, your ability to be calm, your ability to think, your ability to problem solve in your daily life at home and in your career. And it could be costing you a lot of money. Now, I have a client that I've been working with where we started collecting data and I'll be going into this in future episodes for sure, really diving into this, but quick and dirty is your HRV, your heart rate variability, is your body's ability to handle and bounce back from stress. It's your flexibility with stress. And this individual, uh, and when your HRV is low, that's when you're short with the people around you. And that's where you don't have the focus. And this individual, their priority, was actually at home. Their priority at home was to be calmer with their kids and to be present. So when their kids are playing or want to do things that they're not, you know, off thinking about other things or losing focus or not engaged with them or so tired and the lower your HRV is, the harder it is to be engaged, the harder it is to focus with people, to have the energy with them and, and really be present in what you're doing. So, this individual, we were looking at different things in their life, what they could do. And we were looking at their travel schedule. They were traveling two to three day trips a week in order to meet with clients. And so what we started doing was noticing that certain day trips, their HRV wasn't as low after as others. And so we started adjusting the time of their trips. We started adjusting when their flights left. Sorry, when their flights left and when their flights came back. And this individual was trying to catch really like late flights, like finishing late meetings, hopping on a flight to get home on a red eye so that they could be there with the kids the next morning. And what they found was when they were getting on red eyes or late flights, that their HRV was a mess the next morning and they weren't present with their kids. They were shorter with them. They weren't the person that they wanted to be with their kids in the morning. And so what we realized is if they actually stayed the night or were able to schedule their meetings for earlier and get an earlier flight back, that their HRV was higher, that they had more bandwidth for their kids. So there were times where yes, they missed that morning with their kids, but they knew that coming back that morning, they were able to then get a lot more work done that night and then the morning before their flight and during the flight, um, because they traveled business class, so they were able to work on the flight as well, that once their kids were done school, they were able to then be very present with their kids that night. So this is where tracking data for you allows us to really stop and think about for you. What, like, how can we adjust and adapt for you? What is best for you? There might have been somebody else. Um, I haven't worked with somebody else with flights, but it would be very interesting to see what flight schedules work. It's interesting as well when you're traveling to a different time zone, if it's for a couple of days. For some people, they can easily switch. Some people, it's better to keep on that time zone, like on your time zone, um, if you're only going for a day or two for meetings. And that means keeping your meals at that same time, the light in your eyes, different things as much as possible to the same. So you're coming back. And so starting to see what is best for you. How does your body react? How does your HRV bounce back Um, in different situations? can really, really start to help us to make sure that you are implementing the right strategies for you. Which dives us into um, myself as well with supplements. So this has been my own personal experience and the same with clients as well. But uh, with a sleep supplement, there are sleep supplements out there. Now there is um, something that we do suggest to everybody, which is magnesium biglycinate. And magnesium biglycinate, what it does is it helps to, and and I have talked about this in past episodes, it does calm the frontal lobe of your brain, the, (coughs) sorry, the cortisol, the stress energy hormone, it kind of signals that, that, Hey, it's time to unwind for your night and start time to start getting relaxed and ready for sleep. And this is hands down. The majority of people in North America are depleted in magnesium glycinate just so you do know if anybody's going, don't go and get that calm magnesium calm. That's a citrate that usually that's loosens your bowels. It's not actually for this purpose of sleep. And um, you want a biglycinate form of magnesium. So you would think that because the majority of people, Magnesium is really good for them. The majority of people are depleted in magnesium. Every time our stress system kicks in, magnesium is is, um, pushed into our bodies, um, into our bloodstream to help us manage these stressors. That magnesium, the higher stressed you are, the more depleted you are in magnesium. That hands down on paper, and everything that you would Google search and look for is like that. Magnesium glycinate, um, or threonate is. A amazing, amazing thing for anyone and everyone. <laughs> but I started taking my data on this magnesium by glycinate in its form. Actually is not good for my body. Um, Which dives into other things as diving into, I actually met with my naturopath this week, and she was talking about how um, that's part of my mitochondria, my building blocks of my cells. There are some struggles in my mitochondria of, of, of building and regenerating, and it is struggling with the magnesium. So collecting the data helps us to understand too, that there are sometimes underlying issues that we need to start diving into. But you might have like on paper doing this google search checking with your friends and your family or who, your colleagues where they swear by it i swear by magnesium and seeing it with all of my clients magnesium by glycinate like i haven't seen one client where it has not been beneficial for them when we are checking their data and checking their sleep and seeing how it helps them except for me so this is the thing is it is really really important for us to treat all of this on an individual basis. Um, there's definitely other people out there like me. We're far and few between, but it is also important data because it kind of gives us some insight into, hmm, there might be something else going on under this hood, right? Um, so just going blindly on what somebody else says is, is definitely where we were talking about here. <clears throat> if we just go with what somebody else says on what is improving their sleep, their energy, their focus, or their performance? This doesn't mean don't try it. Absolutely, there's so many different things out there that it can get overwhelming picking and choosing which ones to try. Um, that's where I love to come in and really dial in on people. We can see that. I can look in your data and be like, hmm, you know, what about if we started here and this is why? Um, but there's no there's no reason why you shouldn't try different things and try to help yourself. Uh, but if you're not collecting the right data, how do you know it's working for you? You could be buying something or something that spends time, like a lot of this meditation that people talk about. <clears throat> now it's fascinating when you start collecting the data as well on meditation. There are some people that benefit from a stress perspective when we start watching that that HRV. They get the same benefits from 10 minutes of. I, I don't do meditation. I breathe. I like the tactical side. I'm not um, I I like it where it's more exercise tactical, um, strategy wise. That's just my personality. I do different breathing exercises that help to regulate my breathing and carbon dioxide tolerance and stuff like that. So when I'm doing my breathing, we, we can do, and I've done this with many clients where we can check and see, okay, is 10 minutes good for you? Is 20 good for you? Is 30 good for you? Like Whereas you can get with meditation where people like, oh, you need to do like an hour or two hours. But if you're not collecting the data, how do you know? And if you are somebody that does like to meditate, then how do you know? Same thing, sauna blanket. We have a infrared sauna blanket. And checking to see how much do I need to be in that to really benefit my sleep or to help from recovery from injuries um, or to help myself just recover from physically from a hard physical push on my body. And being able to track that data tells me, because um, I have kids, I am busy, I don't have time to just sit in the sauna all of the time. We can do this for cold baths and stuff too. Um, there are people that that have like hour to two hour long self-care routines, and they may be able to dial back on some of that once they start realizing what is and is not working for me. Um, there's no way that I could fit in a two hour self-care routine. There's no way I could fit in almost 30 minutes. Sometimes I get, I wake up early and do 30 minutes of working out in the morning. And, and sometimes I have to alternate that between some days, my breathing and some days that because of the stage of life that I'm in with my kids. Um, So we really need to figure out what can you get the most bang for your buck? And the way to do that is by tracking. So that's where we get into what, what we're diving into now so health kpi is the name of this podcast now and kpi are your key performance indicators we're going to be diving into those i'm going to be diving into so the key performance indicators are sleep and hrv there are so many other things we can track on your um on your trackers and we definitely can but i like to keep things simple and what are the two that are really, really going to benefit your performance of your sleep energy productivity. That is, and your, your, your ability to handle stressors, your recovery abilities, which all affects your health um, mentally and physically is your HRV and your sleep. So tracking those. So we're going to be diving deep into those. We can go down these big rabbit holes. And sometimes I do, I know for me in, in the data on my trackers, if I'm doing Certain things, I'll start checking into some of them that are like my gut markers to know what was setting my gut off or not to help me. But those are very specific. What we are really gonna be focusing on are the key performance indicators of HRV and sleep in this podcast and really help you understand how to track them, how important they are for your performance uh, mentally and physically. Tracking it is going to know where your stress and recovery stands. You will know what supplements and tools for stress, sleep, resilience are working for you and which ones aren't, which is going to save you so much time and money. And it's going to keep you in peak performance. Now, in business, what this means is this is a difference between closing a deal, which can be for some like hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. It can be the difference between you making more money in your career or not getting promoted and really being able to have the energy, the focus and the resilience in your family life. So that is what we're diving into. That is what the switch is all about. I would love to hear from you and and find out what you think of this. I've always wanted to go in this direction, but have actually been deterred. And I'm realizing that it's kind of because I was a little bit ahead of the game. Um, there's not many people that use this in the way that I use it. Um, and, and there are some, but there's smaller pockets. It's, it's, it's not well known, not broadly known in the business industries, in a lot of the wellness programs, in the first responder world at all. Um, there are some in the first responder world that are starting to pick this up and oh my God, it's making such a difference in how they're all feeling. And so I am going to work hard at getting this word out. That's what we're going to be focusing on. Um, You have this choice. You can continue to guess. You can go from Los Angeles to New York City without a map. You can, or you can start learning how to start tracking, how to maximize your energy, focus, and performance in your career and your home life, which Tying back to what we started at the beginning, most people don't even realize they're in burnout, but we all realize that we have stress in our lives. The stressors have increased tenfold um, on our physical and our mental health and what we're doing on a daily basis. That implementing strategies to increase your performance, increase your resilience around stress by actually tracking the data and finding out what works for you is where. I'm heading and I would love for you to continue to come with me on this ride. If you have enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share this with your friends and your colleagues. Your support really does mean the world to us. And being that this is a newer podcast, we're only 36 episodes in the more that it is shared, the more that it is liked, the more that you give reviews, if you're on Spotify, if you're on, um, on you, uh, uh, iTunes, Apple, uh, please give them review because those are the two podcast episodes. Give us five stars that the more stars, the more reviews that we do get, the more that it does start leading us up on the leaderboard and showing our podcast to more and more people. If you are ready to go to the next step, if you want to work with me and start figuring out where your stressors are and or which ones we should be focusing on first, And I'm saying we, because I can come up with certain ideas, but you have the say in it. It is never about what I want and where I think we should go. I will help you understand the data and I will help you understand where it is. And you get to choose the direction that you do want to go and how you want to do it. So if you would like book a discovery call with me, the link is below in the show notes. My link is below as well. Very soon, my new website will be coming out with Health KPI. Currently, it is under the burnoutexpert.ca. That is where you can get all of the um, links to the show. I will be keeping the website up to date below in the show notes, so definitely go to the show notes. And if you are interested in getting a tracker, I'm going to be diving into more into different trackers in the next episode. So I would not suggest if you don't have one, I would not suggest you getting one until we've gone through that episode. And if you do already know which one you'd like, and you do want a whoop or an aura ring, I do have codes below for discounts for those. All right. Again, let us know what you think um, about these changes. We would love to hear from you and I'll see you in the next episode.